Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. The Florida Keys are a bit of a no-man's land, jutting out off the coast of Florida and into the Atlantic Ocean, almost like a pier of small islands. Imagine for a moment that you were there, enjoying a nice, relaxing Labor Day surrounded by the water. There's some storm clouds off in the distance, but still, you're in the Keys. Life is good. And then, out of nowhere, a Category 5 hurricane strikes. The winds up to 250 miles per hour. The storm surge 15 feet high. Today, in a world where technology affords the country ample warnings and precise forecasts, this scenario seems genuinely impossible, maybe even a little insane. But in 1935, it was reality. That year, hundreds died in a single storm, including more than 200 World War I veterans working on an overseas highway linking the Keys. One family reportedly lost 50 members. Bodies dangled off trees. The storm was first detected in late August, about five days before landfall, according to a book called Category 5, the 1935 Labor Day Hurricane by Thomas Neal Knowles. It was expected to pass between Key West and Havana. But during the morning and early afternoon of Labor Day, local government officials got word from the U.S. Weather Bureau suggesting the hurricane would not pose a threat to the islands. No evacuations were ordered. Obviously, this was all a very big mistake one that occurred without the data know-how we have today. Still, though, there were signs of trouble. By afternoon, the barometer was rapidly plummeting, a canary in the coal mine signal that a major storm was brewing. And those World War I veterans, well, they were still out working on the overseas highway, while local officials kept hemming and hawing over when to send a rescue train. Jay Barnes, in his book, Florida's hurricane history wrote that bureaucratic red tape and an apparent lack of concern delayed the train's departure. The rescue train managed to arrive in the Keys in the evening. Many veterans boarded the train, but it was too little, too late. The storm swept the train off its track, killing many of the passengers. Photos of the tossed train show it lying on an island twisted on its side. The hurricane that hit the Keys never had a name. Naming hurricanes didn't start until the 1950s, and it wasn't the nation's deadliest. But the 1935 Labor Day hurricane, as it has since been called, caught the Florida Keys by surprise and was one of the most powerful ever recorded. The viciousness, the destruction, the surprise... All of it has haunted residents ever since. On the 50th anniversary of the storm, John Platero, an Associated Press reporter, interviewed a 67-year-old Keys resident named Bernard Russell. Russell lived through the hurricane. What still bothered him 50 years later? People who don't take hurricanes seriously, he said. Russell's cousin had been found blown 40 miles from their hometown, still holding her baby in her arms. 
I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Ian Shapira for reporting the story for the Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.